The following resources presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. Welcome to ZPod, an outreach ministry of Identity Matters Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Finney, and I will be your speaker today. ZPod is focused on addressing worldview issues relating to the millennial generation and their children, Generation Z. Every indwell believer needs to know who they are in Christ, and our new series, Gen Z, will do just that, equipping all generations through the mind of Christ. Thank you for joining us today. Listeners, welcome to ZPod. ZPod is a outreach ministry of Identity Matters podcast. Most of our ongoing listeners are used to hearing us through the Identity Matters podcast. We will be posting all of these new ZPod podcasts on both channels. And we're doing this because we are going to be focusing on the millennial parents and their children, Generation Z, throughout 2018. I'll be playing a video for the local people here, those of you who are listening. If you download that PDF that comes with this message, we have actually made that PDF interactive. You can literally tap on it with your tablet and open up videos and listen to audios as well as read the PDF. We're going to make this absolutely as easy as we can. We've also dedicated a certain portion of our website. We have completely redone the IOM America website over the past four weeks. It's a brand new website. It is very millennial friendly. It's going to be very Z friendly. We are very serious about going after this generation. The statistics that I'm going to start revealing to you tonight, and Barna Group is going to be revealing to you tonight, as well as Impact 360, is probably going to rattle your cage a little bit. I will be showing here locally, and we will continue to put these in our interactive PDFs, different videos revealing more and more details of this research that I am talking about. It is unbelievable what is happening in that world out there to these kids. A six-year-old is exposed to more pornography than the entire generation before them by them making choices to find the pornography on their device. Six-year-olds are getting this stuff fed to them because research has already shown us the parents are not monitoring their devices. 
Think that through a little bit. Can you imagine a six-year-old getting images of stuff that is even illegal to you and I as adults? Seeing stuff take place that they have no idea to actually be able to define what is happening on the screen? Can you imagine adding 15 years to that little 16-year-old mind? And how callous that mind will be to depravity. The millennial generation found this addiction, which it did go up 600% since the generation before them. That's us, my wife and I. Each generation, these percentages are scaring the socks off of most conservative parents. And now the millennials are actually living in a culture where nakedness has no impact on their conscience. What is going to be the condition of their Z children in 15 to 20 years? And what will society look like in 15 years? Now, if you're one of those listeners that just turn off teachers like me because here he goes, he's going to start pounding on us in regard to the mistakes that we've made, the sins we've committed that our children are going to have to bear. Yes, I am. And I will continue to until the day I die. Because I actually love your children more than many of you parents say you love your children. No one loves their children and does not discipline them. That's right out of Hebrews chapter 12. You don't say you love someone and don't provide discipline. Discipline isn't a spanking. Discipline is discipleship. That's where the word comes from. Where you mold your children to be like you. But you know, if you don't have good values, if you do not have the indwelling life of Christ, you better hope your child doesn't turn out like you. This is where we're at in a culture. I pray that the listeners are absolutely inundated with this crisis the world is facing today with Generation Z. Now, we're not going to be just pounding on the negative aspects of Gen Z or the millennials because, honestly, that's boring. We're going to move this after the statistics are unfolded because most people don't believe speakers, but they believe statistics. The millennials believe statistics over the Holy Word of God. Are you with me? That's a 602-292-2982. That millennials believe statistics quicker or even over the Holy Word of God. So we're going to have to unfold those statistics. Statistics of what we have done to our children. Yes, generation Y set the millennials up. The millennial generation has set the Zers up. What's after Z? I'm not sure there's going to be one. Maybe they will start over with A. 
But I don't think so. I think we're bumping up against the Antichrist. 602-292-2982. Our goal, our mission, is to provide a Christ-as-life worldview in every topic that we talk about, online and offline. This particular series that we're calling Gen Z, or our ministry very particularly, is calling that Gen Zers. Zers is a term that I coined because one didn't exist, so I had to coin the silly thing. It is coined, it is published, it is out there, and it's called Gen Zers. Now, Gen Zers is just simply my way as an author to communicate something about a generation that has not even been labeled yet. This new Gen Z thing is just something that many ministries are beginning to use the term. So in probably about two to four years, that term will define a generation. Right now, it is not defining a generation. When parents are hearing Gen Z, it's going to be a new concept to many. But see, most of the parents don't stop for a moment and say, I wonder what they're going to call our children. They call us millennials. Well, I didn't fight the statistics when they came out and said I was Generation Y. That I was from the baby boomers. Or whatever label came. Because the world finds definition by their labels. So therefore, that label becomes very important. So now, Gen Zers is what you're going to hear IOM America using in their podcast as well as in their written material. The Christian world really does need to get ready and be prepared for this generation. Whether you have children or not, or grandchildren. If you are isolated and you are a hermit and you don't care about humans, then, well, we might be able to give you an excuse. Because this kind of truth is going to arouse something in you. And any time truth is actually able to move you or adjust you at all, action will be required. If there's salvation, there needs to be some work ready for the ones who got saved. Doesn't mean they will be managing higher end work like many who have been saved for 40 years, but they need to put their feet to the pathway immediately. They need to pick up a brick. They need to start feeding people, clothing people. They need to start giving that life away. It's like faucets. If you get saved and the power of the Holy Spirit turns on the faucet, which he does, and then you reach up and turn the faucet off because your self-life is too scared to tell anyone about what happened to you. That's why, as most of my local people here know of me, is that I am constantly and consistently asking, what are you doing with the Sunday messages? Which is oftentimes... Zilch. What that does is it retards the system, the human system. It retards it. 
After a certain period of time of that retarding taking place, you become complacent. Therefore, by the eyes, ears, and voice of God, there's only one thing to move you out of complacency. Persecution. That's the only thing that moves a stale believer out of being lukewarm. But the cool thing about that is persecution actually separates a true indwelt believer from a wannabe. Someone who says they're a Christ follower. They'll crumble under persecution the first day. Henry going into Pakistan is already geared up. He's not coming home to his family. So am I. This was just a couple hours ago when he contacted me and said, you need to be praying and you need to have your church praying for me. I'm going in. Where do you find that kind of faith in America? I know it exists. There's probably preachers and teachers in this town that have that kind of fortitude. And I know they're splattered all over the world because God puts them in their places. But as a body of Christ, true indwelt believers, how many of you listeners can actually survive a day's worth of persecution? How many fingernails could you lose before you lose it? And that's the mild persecution. Most of us are in this system that is within our own culture that is dumbing us down to the point of being complacent. I just got to go to work. I just got to finish this day. I just have to get my paycheck. I just have to pay my bills. I just have to. And that's typically what people do every day. They say, I have to work toward this time when no one's going to take care of me, so therefore I have to prepare to take care of myself. That's America. What if you live by faith? Jane and I have no idea who's going to take care of us. There's no insurance. There's no system in place. There's no... what, Because that is not our life. Our whole life has been living from donor to donor. Who is motivated by God. So it does make it a little easier for us to apply faith that way in teaching, preaching, walking, talking, you know, just moving forward. But it is not to be different for every indwelt believer. Wake up tomorrow morning at 602-292-2982. You wake up tomorrow morning and before your feet hit the floor, say this to the Lord. Do with me what you want with me today. Persecute. Distress. Cause difficulties. Whatever is on your will today, I will face it and do it. But now we hurry to the shower, we clean our mortal bodies, we put the nicest clothes we possibly can on, we rush off to work, and we do a whole day's worth of work that typically has no eternal value. 
Those of you who want to know a little bit more quickly about Generation Z, so you're a little more prepared statistically about what we're going to be taking on in this series. We have a portion of our web system designated and dedicated to Generation Z. If you go to www.iomamerica.org and then click on Gen Z. There's actually two pages there. There's one that'll drop down with it called uh, Z-Pod. That's the podcast you are now listening to. There's a page there with Gen Z that if you click on any of the links within this page, it is going to connect you to an expert. Someone who has written something on this that really has done their homework or watch a video to someone who actually is a research person or listen to a podcast as someone who really does care about your ears. People are wanting to know what are these people saying about Z? Who are these ears? This will give you some very quick answers as we unfold more answers as we go through this series. Here's our goal, listeners. Remember, if you have not downloaded that PDF, these slides are made available to you free. All you have to do is use the tip of your finger and tap. And you could have this PDF, and like I said, these new PDFs are interactive. So you can be listening to what we've listened to, watched what we have watched. But these slides are very important because there's great content on them. So on this slide we have here is what our goals are. First one is defining the parameters of Generation Z. Defining the parameters is actually defining the system that makes something function. That's the clarity of this point. We are going to carefully look at the system that is forming this generation. Where did it come from? Who's the one running the puppet strings? How are those puppet strings working? What parts are they connected to? And who's the puppets? Goal number two is revealing the deceptions that Generation Z are presently facing and will be facing over the next 15 years. The reason why we're going to do our projections over a 15-year time period is because we're starting our Zers at age 6. Most of the research coming in is from studying 6-year-olds on up. Yes, there are 3-year-olds using iPads. There are 3-year-olds using smartphones. There are 3-year-olds who have learned to activate the television with the new system I want one, but the new system that certain cable companies are now offering to people in their homes, and that is a voice-activated television. All you do is say channel 129. TV comes on, takes you to that channel, and whatever. All you have to do is say a particular movie you want to watch. Can you imagine a seven-year-old shouting out some kind of movie that might not be the best 
But see, the company is expecting the parents to have parental controls on. Wait till you read the statistics on how many millennial parents use parental controls on their devices. That alone will shake your world. And three-year-olds are running around with mommy's phone. Six-year-olds have been determined to be quicker at using smartphones and tablets than the adults. They can get to content faster than you. Six-year-olds. Well, what about those 12-year-olds? Good question. Wait till you hear that stuff. You might even get a little flushed when we take you through those statistics. Because they're seeing things you haven't. They're seeing images that not only can they not define, you can't define them. You think I'm speaking of regular pornography. I am not. We're beyond pornography statistics. That is old stuff. There's something new coming. Interactive, virtual, sex. And that's what Gen Z is going to be involved with. Virtual, sex. They're already preparing them by putting on these little funky looking glasses. And as they move and interact with these cartoon images or or what war zones or whatever, they're already set up for what's coming in less than 10 years. But you see, I'm speaking to deaf ears. Most really don't care. But see, the companies legally can get away with it because they know it's your responsibility to turn on parental controls. But statistics shows us that you don't. So we have to look at what happens to the children where the parents do not use parental controls spiritually, psychologically, and digitally. That's what we have to look at. Finally, providing clear and biblical doctrines for Gen Z. As I shared with our local listeners, I have been working on a dictionary, a parental dictionary, of all of the key doctrines stated. It's the same dictionary, basically, that we have online when you look at Exchange Life Dictionary. And all those terms that are used there have all been converted over into parental issues. It's an idea that God woke me up with in the middle of the night and said, this is what I want you to use. Because we spent so many years putting together a quality dictionary of doctrines that are authentic from the Word of God. So now all that's going to be converted over into parenting. So that as part of the printed material in the end, they're going to have practical ways of teaching their children, for example, A, abiding life in Christ. What does that mean? Do I have it? Can I teach it to my children? No, do this. 
interactive, dynamic, full of the truth in a practical way that a parent who has not been equipped by their Y generation parent, who's now millennial, who is lost in parenting, has no clue how to share, transform, and redeem and train up their children in the ways of the Lord. That's the generation we have today. They're clueless. So we're going to make this extremely practical. Here's our verse for this week. This is out of 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. But the Spirit, this is a capital S, but the Spirit explicitly says that in latter times, some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. Yes, my dear listener, demons have a Bible. Bible does not mean holy. Bible is a set of doctrines and demons have a set rule of doctrines. And it takes demonic spirits to actually be able to bring those into a culture. Timothy is being told this by his mentor. Paying attention to deceitful spirits, doctrines of demons, by means of hypocrisy, of liars seared in their own conscience as with a branding iron. Do you know if you are talking to someone that has a seared conscience as this branding iron, if you're not really informed to how branding irons work, once you're hit with a branding iron, all the life that it touches is dead. They literally can stop bleeding by use of a branding iron. It's been done for many, many, many generations. You see, when you are dealing with someone who has a seared conscience, it is a confession that they're saying they have been listening to deceptive spirits and demonic doctrines so long over and over and over and over and over. It has seared them. They will never be able to hear the truth again. So falling away from faith in the end times, of course there will be millions who fall away from the authentic indwelling life of Christ because they're seared. And people read over this, these two verses like, yeah, I've read that before. Really? Are you aware of what's being said? This is one of the most stinging passages that Paul wrote to Timothy. It is not just saying you're going to encounter some people that love lies and, you know, they're not going to pay attention to you. Paul is digging into a world that people don't want to talk about. Every piece of truth you decide to receive, there will be a deceitful spirit available to steal it from you. And if you're under that habit on a regular basis, you're going to go complacent. 
When I watch for the deadness in people's lives and in their eyes and in their lack of actions of sharing the gospel, that is what comes to my mind. Life breeds life. And when you toss life at someone and just nothing seems to happen, you might want to read these verses once in a while. So we have to deal with the demonic spirits, and we have to deal with their doctrines. Who is running the puppet strings, and who is really being used as a puppet? And what are these strings? They are the doctrines. I want you to pay attention very carefully, those of you who are listening online. Like I said, we have the interactive PDF file. Just simply touch the white screen that is in your PDF and it will activate this video. I'm going to show our people here locally. It unfolds the partnership with Barna Group and Impact 360 and IOM America. You've been listening to Part A. Please remember to listen to Part B of this podcast. You've been listening to Identity Matters Podcast. We appreciate having you join us today. Feel free to log on to our website at www.iomamerica.org. We have lots of resources available for you on the believer's identity in Christ. Again, thank you for joining us.